This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. The basement smells wet. Other than random flashes of light coming through the small window, it's dark everywhere. I'm squatting on the cold concrete floor under a wooden table covering my ears with my hands and wondering if our house will still be here tomorrow. Mom and Dad are sitting on chairs a few meters away. They're quiet. I don't like sitting on a chair. The table is like another roof. I told my parents it's like playing house, and they said it was okay. We all do different things when the lights are cut and the air raids begin. It always starts with a siren. This is how the government lets us know we're in danger and that we should hurry to our shelters. For most of us, the basement is our shelter, the only place we could survive if they drop a bomb on our house. This morning, the siren sounded at 3.12 a.m. I thought it was my alarm waking me up for school, but when I opened my eyes, the room was dark and the jays weren't squawking outside the windows yet. I pulled the covers over my head, but Mom's voice cut through the air. Why aren't you up, Lily? She sounded panicky like she always does. Coming, I yelled from under the blanket, trying to loosen my legs as fast as I could. I got out from under the warm covers, stepped on my favorite doll, the one I was playing with the night before, kicked her under the bed without looking down, and stumbled out. Dad was outside waiting for us on the raised stone patio. In the corner of the yard, opposite the pool, steps took us to the basement, an unfinished room, originally for extra storage with an attached bathroom. But for the past six months, it's become our shelter. Mom even put canned food and dry bread in there, in case we're hungry and the bombing lasts more than the usual 15 minutes. In case... We're always ready for in case. Tonight, the Milky Way looked extra brilliant with the electricity cut off in the city. Its luminous band, like a million bits of crushed diamonds, arched the darkness. Then the anti-missile aircraft made the sky glow the color of blood. As I squat under the table, the sound of the siren stops. The patchy thuds begin. It's the usual First comes the loud sounds, then the smell of raids. Dad says it's a combination of ozone and cordite. I don't know what those things are. To me, it just smells of war. Then I start praying, or my form of it. I mumble loud enough to cover up the noise outside my head. Dad doesn't hush me, so I assume it's okay to pray when we're down here. I don't know any real prayers, so I've made up my own. It's kind of like begging, actually. Nothing I would want my friends at school to see. When the sun is out and I'm getting ready to go to school, the whole God thing seems silly, just like Dad says. It's only when the raids begin that I believe. I repeat my little prayer over and over again and promise like I do every night that I'll never not believe in God. Really, God, I promise I'll never think those awful things about you again. Just let this be over. Please let my family stay safe tonight. I'll be a better girl too, I promise. 
I'll start finishing my math problems before the day they're due, and I'll set my alarm clock on weekdays. Because deep down, I actually do know that mom's pet peeve is waking me up for school. If you let me grow up with my parents around, I'll do something good, like become a teacher like dad. Just please let my family and home be safe. Amen. I know you have to say amen to make all prayers official. It's like sincerely or yours truly at the end of a letter. You need to let God know that it's okay to stop listening to you and start listening to another begging child. There are a lot of us here wanting to make it out of the basement tonight. It's the polite thing to do, really.